Welcome to The Mastermind, an inside look into the exclusive and often secretive world of high-level masterminds. I am your host, Marshall Wayne. Today we have on Jeremy Poole, an expert podcaster, event planner, and real estate mastermind who's holding a mastermind event in San Diego, May 10th, 11th, and 12th. If you're interested, head over to fearlessmasterminds.com. So you all know that I'm new to this podcasting, so I'm learning on the fly, and I couldn't have been more grateful to have Jeremy on since he's been interviewing people professionally and on video for quite some time and gave me some tips at the end to help me along in my podcasting journey. Now, we had some initial troubles with the recording of the telephone conversation, but I got it figured out, and here is the interview. Enjoy. Okay, we're good to go if you are. Sounds good. I'm ready to rock. Okay, let's get right into it. So, first, tell me about your business. Yeah, um, so I'm the CEO of a events and was marketing company called Real Estate mm-hmm. Social. Uh, I started out as a mortgage lender um, a few years ago. I was running a tech company in San Diego, got out of that, came back to my hometown, Tacoma, Washington, which is about 30 miles south of uh, Seattle. And... Um, Enjoyed a fun and interesting lifestyle in San Diego and wanted to embrace that in my new life in Tacoma, uh, which is a much different scenery than uh, downtown San Diego. And so as a mortgage lender trying to drum up uh, business from top brokers, I realized that, you know, reaching out to top brokers and trying to win their business by having better rates or faster turn times wasn't going to be attractive because that wasn't necessarily attractive to me. Um, and so I, I started throwing swanky events. I started throwing, uh, high end networking events at really nice venues, um, with really no experience doing it, really no command over, over Facebook, but I was, I was passionate about it. And I think maybe my marketing was different. I think the thing that I did that was, uh, perhaps brilliant is I didn't market myself as a lender. I just marketed myself as a director of a nonprofit right. organization called, P&W Real Estate Social Club, which was essentially, hey, I'm just a guy in real estate trying to make money like you. And I realized that, hey, I, I, I want to have a blast trying to connect right. with people that I like. And I want to make money with those people that I like. So let's throw parties that we would all want to go to anyways. Um, I always had a very strict dress code. We always had like raffle prizes that were like Nordstrom's gift cards, and, and I always got large corporations such as insurance companies, title companies, banks to fund the party. So I was doing all these things out of passion, no real experience, no mentorship. I was just kind of following my heart, and it worked. You know, I, the first event we threw late 2016, I had 84 people show up. Everyone was in suits or cocktail dresses, and I got five deals out of it. Not five applications, but five funded loans out of it. Dang. Yeah, and so I was like, this is incredible. And and I was brand spanking new. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody, I, I, I was a complete nobody. And at that time, I've been back in the business for two months. <laughs> so, you know, again, it was not me. It was not Jeremy Poole. It was purely my marketing and how I was positioning myself is that if you're a mover and shaker, uh, you come to these kind of parties. Right. And so, yeah, and so, so then I uh, got... Um, confident and perhaps was naive and uh, decided that I was going to announce that I was going to throw the biggest party Tacoma's ever seen 
on New Year's at the nicest, most expensive <laughs> venue in Tacoma. Well, actually, all of Pierce County, which was the Chihuly Tacoma Glass Museum. It's an 8,400-square-foot venue. Uh, I had no idea how much it would cost. I just said, <laughs> I'm going to do it. And and I did. It was it was honestly a terrible experience because I was stressed out the entire time. I constantly, constantly figuring out like how much I have to do from the planning to the insurances to not only that, like once you have it all planned, then you have to actually promote it effectively to get people to come. And you know when you're throwing in a party like that, it's you know the party wound up being like forty nine thousand um, oh dollars. I have God. to. I have to pay for the bill, but also make money. So here I am selling tickets uh, for $100 a pop. Nobody knows who I am. I've done one event. Um, I've closed some loans. And I'm, oh, what's and I'm the ticket scared. cost? Uh, 100 bucks. Yep. So, you know, not cheap and not super expensive either. But the hard part was it was New Year's. And so I'm competing with Seattle. I'm competing oh, with the big goodness. boys who are throwing, you know, who are professional party planners. Oh, and I'm Lord. just a guy. You know, I'm just a dude. And so uh, through through the party and gave it all I had, and I'm very proud to say it was the biggest and most successful event the Glass Museum has ever had, and this came from the director of the Glass Museum. And so it was the, classy, the classiest event they've ever had there, and they've done huge charities. Lexus um, Corporation rents her all the time. Expedia rents her all the time, like major corporation. And I was the first individual, the first individual that ever rented that venue to ever. Really? It's always been major companies. Um, that is fascinating. What was your market? So long story short, I, I sold 474 tickets at a hundred dollars a yep. pop. And I raised, um, uh, like $20,000 from sponsors. And so it, it was uh, a big win. We not only, Funded the event, but we actually made a chunk of money for the nonprofit, which we rolled into other events. And so with that, I launched um, I launched a talk show called The Moment, which was a vlog or a podcast, but I was doing it in person with the individual, and then I started traveling around the country. Um, now, at this point in time, some top brokers are reaching out to me, knowing that I'm a mortgage lender, but they're not they're not talking to me about my mortgage business and I'm not sure. talking to them about my mortgage business. They're just interested in who in the hell are you and why are you throwing these mega parties? Right. And, uh, you know, I think you're cool. So, um, I'm getting to, to develop these friendships with these top brokers who have the, who have the ability to send me the kind of business that I want, but I'm not asking for it. Right. And so we're, right. we're, we're building this relationship and the business is working. It's starting to trickle, trickle in. And um, so I, I launched this show purely because I realized that all the top brokers that I'm talking to, there's this consistent theme that eventually, after struggle, after not really knowing how to generate business, not knowing how to brand themselves, not knowing what their niche is going to be, they hit, the, they hit this wall or there's a moment in their life where they get real serious. And typically something dark happens, right? Maybe they were struggling with addiction. There was a bankruptcy. Sure. Maybe they were, you know, dealing with obesity. Just all, all of these things. But something terrible happened, which caused them to dig deep, have a moment. And that moment propelled them to become, um, in many of the cases, the folks that I've interviewed now, over 60, became millionaires. Um, and so... And so I'm doing the show, and the show started to grow, and, uh, you know, um, got to a point where we're doing tens of thousands of views every week for about a year, and then, you know, traveling to Malibu, California, Beverly Hills, 
Manhattan, New York, interviewing all these interesting people. Um, and then I did a live version of the moment. I rented out the entire act theater in downtown Seattle, which is attached yeah. to the convention center. And I threw an event there called the moment live. And I had uh, six or I think it was eight top real estate uh, professionals from around the country, all of them millionaires um, who have really, he really reached the pinnacle of where they're at. And I interviewed them on stage and then also had them do uh, pitches. So um, all depending on who they were and what their specific specialty was, I would have them do a little presentation. So imagine Oprah slash Ted talk that would give you an idea of what we had going on. And uh, that was also very successful. We had 350 people come. The average ticket price was around 300 bucks. And so a lot of people were telling me like, dude, you're crazy. First of all, agents, have a hard enough time coming to events that are free. They're not going to pay you a few hundred bucks to come watch your, watch your live podcast essentially. And I said, you know what? I, I, I don't think that's true. Everyone told me that my show the moment wouldn't work because the average interview was like 20 to 30 minutes. And everyone told me that that platform was based and, and, and traditionally utilized for short, short form content. YouTube is better for that. And I said, you know what? I think Facebook is actually going to be the future of TV and that people who are interested in learning about their particular profession would be interested in treating Facebook just like it's TV. So it's my job just to give them interesting content. So long story short, it was a great event. Um, everyone loved it. It was a, a win for us. And um, since then, I've gone to a few masterminds. And I never really understood the concept of a mastermind. To me, it, it just seemed like a way to make money for the person who had a brand right. who was attracting these people. And so a friend of mine um, invited me to his mastermind in Malibu and said, hey, I love what you're doing with The Moment Live. Keep doing that. But I think you should also start doing masterminds. And so I came to the mastermind. I didn't really know what to expect. And it absolutely changed my life. Because when you get... 10, 15, 20 people in a room who have different perspectives, different levels of success, different connections, different struggles, and they're helping you analyze your business, not only dealing with your problems, but also helping you help you navigate through the opportunities. You get so many different perspectives and epiphanies. And as long as you have an open mindset, you walk away with like, holy crap, I just evolved like significantly in those, in those three days. And so, since then, I've been wanting to roll out masterminds, but really have a mastermind that had, had a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more flair. Like, for instance, our mastermind that we're rolling out, you know, it incorporates limos. We're also having big speakers come. Um, there's going to be big dinners. We're also going to be incorporating a, a nightlife element to it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this because if this goes as well, I I think it's going to go. We want to bring it to not only other fun areas in the country, Miami, Los Angeles, uh, New York, but also out of the country, uh, Barcelona, places like that. Tell me about the, Tell me more about this next one. I want to dive into it. So you're having it at the Hard Rock. Are you still there? Yep, I'm still here. Can you hear me? So it was at this moment that I realized – my somehow I got cut off from him. We were still on the call, but our recording software that we were using prevented him from hearing me. 
And so I just called him back and used a different piece of software, and it worked. And so here that is. Okay, do you, you hear me fine now, right? Yep, I can hear you fine now. All right, and so that brings us to our current time in which we're now launching a new series of masterminds, hopefully around the country, hopefully around the world, called Fearless masterminds and fearless is kind of a it's kind of a, a spin-off of, of the moment because beyond the moment that these individuals had what i found with most people in my circle and just people who are a hell of a lot more successful than me is they have the ability to solve their own problems and usually it's dealing with this mechanism in our brains called fear like every day there's fear, like you have all this stuff to do, you have opportunities, you have risk, you have debt. It's like, what is your ability to deal with that fear in your head? That will dictate the actions that you take in life and thus what your circumstances are going to be in the way of results. And so I had this idea for, for launching uh, this, this mastermind series called Fear in a way that I would want a mastermind to be done. And uh, I, I think what, what, what makes us a little bit different is incorporating the best of what we've learned from doing seminars, the best of what we've learned from throwing parties, and also the best of what we learned from doing masterminds. And so we've structured this in a kind of a three-step format, is that day one is all about it's all about camaraderie, it's all about building friendships by having new experiences with new people. So the first day, starting off at the Hard Rock uh, in San Diego, the Hard Rock Hotel in San Diego is where we're doing the uh, mastermind, all three days. I'm having a stretch limo party bus pick everybody up at 8.30 a.m. after we have um, omelets in the room, and then we're going to Torrey Pines Beach Trail hike, and we're going to be hiking through Torrey Pines Beach Trail, getting to the beach, and then there's going to be a surprise speaker uh, doing a little a little speech on the beach, taking the party bus limo back to the hotel, and then we'll have a series of speakers. Each speaker will talk for about 45 to 60 minutes, and then the audience, which will be anywhere between 20 to 30 people, will have an opportunity to ask that person questions. And that will go until about 6 p.m. Um, and then day two and day three will be more of a traditional mastermind with the hot seat opportunity, meaning for about four hours, um, giving each participant about 30 to 45 minutes on the hot seat. And I'm sure you're very familiar with what, what the Yeah. And so that, I mean, that, that honestly changed my life. So the mastermind That's I went useful. into. Real useful. Oh, man, it's, it, it's incredible, especially if the people in the room are interested in you, <laughs> you know, are, yeah, are interested. Yeah, I mean, certainly in, people are knowledgeable at masterminds, that's why they're there, but they're not knowledgeable in everything. That's also right. there. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the, the, the one that I went to, um, everyone there was heavily uh, involved in real estate investing. Most of them were wholesalers on a large scale, and most of them had, mm -hmm. had exceeded the million-dollar income uh, level uh, per year, except me. <laughs> and so I was the only marketer in the room, um, and, uh, everybody else was, was purely in real estate. So, so they were very interested in how I've been able to do these events and how I've been able, oh, like able to, to launch this podcast, or I should say blog with no experience, literally no experience whatsoever, no experience on Facebook, no experience being on camera, no experience public speaking. I literally went from, 
a nobody mortgage lender who's done a couple of deals to now being asked to speak on all these big stages and traveling the country and, you know, doing all this stuff, just not really knowing uh, where it would take me, just that I was having fun and it felt right. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and so and so here we are now with this this mastermind, and I'm super excited because we already have some pretty fantastic people coming, and uh, I'm just really really excited to see what's going to happen once we get all these people in a room in this fantastic environment. I mean, May in San Diego, May and June are like the times of the year to go to San Diego, and the Hard Rock sure Hotel is. is like the hotel to be at. So it I'm is. just I'm just over over the top excited and uh, I can't wait to see what happens. So you are, so I love your branding, obviously. That's why I reached Thank out. You. I saw it and I thought this is fantastic. It's right up my alley. So you are a master. I see a lot of real estate branding and it's usually kind of cookie cutter and, and uh, bland in my opinion. But what you're doing here is just way better than what people are doing. So Thank you. At your mastermind, you're going to have a professional photographer, videographer there. Normally yep. that would kind of be bland as well, but how you do your stuff is just better than everybody else. So they get to be captured in their best light, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I found that um, I, call it, I call it being accidentally awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of uh, – presentations to, to brokerages and, and teams and whatnot on like how to do video production and, and how to leverage it. And there's a lot of stuff out there, but I feel like a lot of it is incorrect. If you're trying too hard, people will see that. If you're too overly polished, people will know that that's your best look, that you are trying yeah. way too hard and that's not really who you are. And, and I found when it comes to video is that if, if you can capture that person just talking off the cuff, smiling, laughing, that's the person who they show up at in meetings. That's the person yeah. who their friends love and their family loves. So be that person more often and you'll get more clients. You'll win more people. People will want to follow you because they can connect with you. There's a certain amount of humility and, and that person is kind of flawed, right? So sometimes mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of have like a slight stutter and, uh, you know, if I ever do that on stage or if I ever, you know, on video, I usually keep it because it's showing the people and it's showing your friends and it's showing people who, who have a interest in you that, listen, I'm, I'm flawed just like you. I'm not trying to put out this perfect image. Um, and that's what I call being accidentally awesome. That's absolutely right. So I was looking at your um, social video business cards, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it's so. Do you still do those? You know, I just I just started to transition out of doing video for other people uh, yeah. last month, and and we're now no. So I just did my last. Well, actually, that's not true. I'm, I'm doing my last one on Friday. Uh, yeah. But yes, but yes. You know, if, if people are really interested and they really want help, then absolutely. But I'm just not marketing it as much. But that's been probably our most popular product. I yeah, I dig it. I I really like it. I I mean everything you've got as a package of who you are is just perfect for a, a mastermind. I mean it's just Thanks. perfect. Usually people are assembling all this themselves and it's kind of piecemealed together. You just have it all. Yeah, you know it, it's 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 kind of all this kind of evolved. It all you know this was never the master plan. <laughs> it just got to a sure point did. where 
You know, like, hey, I've been to enough of these events that I like this, I like that, I don't like this, I don't like that. And uh, what are the you know, things we've that started, you didn't like? For you know, because um, I see that things, all. You know, there's a lot yeah. of times where I'm kind of groaning behind the scenes. Sure. You know, but it's not my job to say anything. So right. Well, what do you think? I like, and my friends kind of. My friends kind of tease me about this, but I like glamour. I like pizzazz. I like sparkle. I do too. I want to be entertained. I want to learn. I want to learn, and, and, and I want to connect. But I also want to be entertained. Um, and so, you know, I'm not. I'm not rich. I do well for myself, but I'm not rich. And I have a lot of my rich friends who are like, dude, you don't need to do all that. Like, you don't need to rent the limo. You don't have to do it at the Hard Rock, which is the most expensive venue in San Diego. And I said, no, that's not true. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because if I'm asking somebody for $5,000 and they haven't been to one of my events yet, I want them leaving saying, that was the coolest freaking event I've ever been to. That's my benchmark. Sure. For you know, sure. not that, not, oh, yeah, it was worth it. I had a good time. No, I want it to be, wow, he should have charged 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, it helps with any upsell that a person might have. If Absolutely. If they're, in that, if they're in an emotional state of awe and like, oh, I love this, I want more of this, that definitely helps in any upsell Absolutely. scenario. Absolutely. And, you know, um, I went to one in, in Orlando, Florida. That was pretty cool. Um, but it was just too much. It was too much classroom. Um, yeah. I think it's good to have a host in which you have one speaker. Those work too. I prefer to have multiple speakers because then it's like going to a lecture and you're, you're hearing from one professor the entire time. I'd rather not, right? I'd rather have a few different characters feed me perhaps the same information in, in different ways just to keep sure. my attention. It can get tiring on the brain. Uh, it makes for a long day. It, it certainly does. makes for a, makes for a long day. And I found that most people don't really start opening up with the other people in the room until like day two or day three. Yeah, that's true. And so I felt like if there was a morning activity, so every day there's a morning activity. Even before we even start the mastermind, I want to get you excited. I want to get you out of the hotel to the beach laughing, having fun, sharing ideas, talking about business, and building those relationships. So once we start the, the session, there's now a sense of trust and camaraderie among the group. Because for the masterminds that I've been to, again, everyone in the room is super successful, so there's some posturing, right? You're not really, you know, you're not really showing all your cards quite yet. And then on day three, everyone's like, well, dang it. I feel like it just started. That is <laughs> you know? so true. So, you know, those are, 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 are some of the things that um, I have yet to have been to a mastermind that was not worth the money. Everyone I've been to has been, has been, you know, really well done, and I was really excited to be there. But I walked away thinking, wow, if they would have just added this or added that or added this, it could have been extraordinary. So speaking of, of that, then, what do you think is more important in a mastermind? Do you think it's the contacts gained and potential business that can come from it? Uh, n- not not when you're hosting it. I'm saying when you're uh, yeah. coming to a member mo- a mastermind, or is it the knowledge? Or you know, I I say, and I can only speak from my experience. Is I think timing 
for the for the individual coming is really important. I think if you're if you're in the process of making a big decision, or if you're in the process of making um, a big investment, or maybe pivoting from one thing to the next, uh, mastermind can be oh my god, you can get a enormous return on your investment. You have so many well spoken, intelligent people who are willing to help you solve that problem, um, and so. I think it's a, you know, the information is good. It's, in, my, in my opinion, it's smart to have specific information that the host is promoting and saying, at very least, you're going to walk away with more knowledge and more know-how on, mm-hmm. on how to lead the mastermind and execute in these areas. I think that's the draw. But ultimately, it's the people in the room who you're connecting with and hopefully you feel comfortable with so you can say, hey, I'm, I'm top-notch in this area but I'm terrible in this area and I'd really love some help. I fully agree. I fully agree. Um, what, what are you doing for your marketing and sales process for this? So I see the, the final piece of this is a 15-minute Zoom call with you so yep. you can select, select people uh, depending on when, whether they might be a fit or not. Yeah. Yeah, and so my thought process on that is basically I want to – because I – because I'm going to cap this thing at absolute most is 30, but I'd, I'd like to have around 20, um, yeah. is, is having the right mixture of people. And so preferably you've been to a mastermind before. Preferably you're in a position to where you're doing well for yourself, but you want more. Um, preferably you have some ideas of how the last mastermind that you went to could have been improved. Um, I, I want people who are very, who are very knowledge driven and, and, and are readers and are always looking to learn new information and execute it. But I'm also looking for people who want to party, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. um, you know, who want to go and, and have a great time at night. Now I, I don't drink personally, but I like to be in that environment. I like to be in lounges. I like to get dressed up in nice clothes and roll in the limo and, VIP lounges, I, I love that. But, and I want to make sure that that the people who are coming to this event are comfortable in that environment as well. Sure. Yeah, you don't want, uh, it, it's fine if a person doesn't drink, but you don't want a person who is disgusted by it and kind of a downer. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, and you have both of those, right? You have people who just go way overboard. And at the same time, I don't want people, you know, thinking this is an excuse to be in Vegas, you know, where you're waking up the next morning and you have a bad hangover and you're not too much fun the next day. I, I don't want that either. So that does you know, happen. Quite oh often. yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> so I just want to, you know, just describe my ideal um, uh, outcome of, of of the group, but also for everyone there, and hopefully that they say yes, that's my kind of party. I'm coming. You know, I want to go back to the moment. A little bit because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just starting this podcast and it's kind of my way. I'm an introvert, so generally I'm just doing my work and I don't reach out to people, and I sure. feel like that's not necessarily good. So the podcast is just the way to just say hello, get ideas, um, you know, bond with people. Yeah. And so with the moment, I, I just want I just want you to go deeper on that if you would. I'm just so totally. curious about it. I love the yeah. live thing. I saw it as one of your primary photos. 
on your Facebook, and I was just curious about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just um, want you to go on about it a little more. Totally. Yeah. No, no problem. It's uh, you know I'm I, I love talking about it because uh, it was it was uh, it was a it was an idea, very small idea, and I just kept putting one foot in front of the other. Um, I was in a place in my life where I knew that I didn't want to be a mortgage lender long long term. I knew that uh, it was something I was good at. You know, I'm good at sales and all that good stuff. I'm good at connecting with people, but I knew that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. And so I was looking for something else that I could do that I would actually wake up in the morning and be like, yes, I get to do this today. Uh, and so, um, let me see, just a, the first hurdle was just deciding to do it. And for me, it was realizing that I don't know necessarily how to do it and then being okay with it, being okay yeah, right. with that knowing that I never really interviewed anyone before, but I feel that I'm a, that I'm great at conversation. So I said, you know, don't even worry about like being a professional moderator, right? Like just, just sure. do you, just do you have a conversation because my goal ultimately was this. What if I can have a conversation with a really successful real estate broker and there just so happens to be lighting. It just so happens to be, camera set up. It just so happens all of this is set up and we're having just a, just a bro one-on-one conversation (laughs) and we're going deep. So that, you know, that was the idea. And, and, uh, and, um, I started to reach out to people and just tell them kind of what I was hoping to do. And, uh, literally every single person said yes. And these are all really successful people. Um, only two people, one person said no, just because they were, you know, really, camera shy and the other person sure. just said basically uh they scheduled it but they didn't show up so i canceled that as you know saying no and again it was because they had stage fright issues um yeah and that's that's going to pop up especially with video right especially with, with 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 video and you know what's funny man is i didn't realize how that would affect me because i <laughs> i scheduled so here's, here's, how, here's how naive I was in this whole process. Sure. I scheduled six interviews, six half-hour interviews, one after another on a single day. Oh, I've never man. done them. And I've never done this before <laughs> in my life. I've never even been on camera before. I've never, <laughs> I've never done any of this before. So, so I paid you, for the camera. You studio time. Studio time. That time. Yeah. Cam- the camera equipment, the lighting, uh, makeup, like the whole shebang. Right. I have my girlfriend there. <laughs> you know, there's a lot happening. <laughs> and um, these are like the top, like three, four, and six highest producing brokers in my area. And I'm a mortgage. Sure. Right? So, oh, man. And, and so it didn't hit me until that morning. It did not hit me until that morning that I could fail. It never even crossed my mind. <laughs> It, it, it honestly well, never what even failure crossed. look like in that scenario. Well, well, so, well, so again, sometimes I stutter. And so, you know, it hit me, like, right before we got going, what if I can't, like, deliver my lines? What if I forget their names? Because I took it a step further to where, to where I was saying, I, I don't know if you watched any of those interviews, but I actually memorized their name, how many bills they've done, the company, what they're with. So I'm like, okay, you know, help me welcome this very special guest. This person is... Uh, Marshall Wayne from Keller Williams and blah, blah, blah. I did X amount deals and expand, you know, so I, I would, I would memorize a, a pitch 
for each person. And then it hit me like, what if I go blank? <laughs> and then, and then, so I, I asked myself this, I said, Jeremy, do you think that you can do it? And I said, yeah, I think I can. Well, then just fucking do it. And what happens if you can't do it? Then you screw up, then dust yourself off and do it again. Um, and so I just, I went into it. I, I went into it expecting to fail. So I would be okay if I did. And, and, and so here's that let you off the hook mentally. That let me off the hook mentally to where I didn't have to kill it. I didn't have to just do it in one take. And guess what? Because of that, I have always done every single interview in one take. You have. So you didn't even need every, to piece it together. No. Every single interview you see is from one take. Every single one. Solid. On stage, everything. Everything I've done. Well, not, not all of my promo videos because sometimes you, you, know, you want to no, do it. Over and over again, but he cut. Yeah, yeah, but every single every single moment interview was done in one take. That is so. So after those first six, were you good from then on? No, 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 no. I mean, from then on, then it's like, wow, maybe I just got lucky. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe I just got lucky, and then people started to like compliment me. And then other people would show up, right? So if I scheduled four or five, what happens is, is that you try to schedule them in blocks, right? So the interview would be a half hour, you know, 15 minutes for makeup. We had makeup for everyone. Um, and then, but that, that's not the case. They would show up early because they're so excited and they want to see what, how the other person answers questions prior. And I didn't realize that was happening until I got further along. along. But now you... But now you have an audience of like six or seven people who are all very successful. <laughs> you know, sure. so you better deliver. You better deliver. Um, and so, you know, still, still. Think of that. You have the other one sitting there. Right. Wow. It's sitting there waiting to be interviewed. And, of course, they're judging you. And, of course, they're nervous, too. So, of course. You know, I can't seem nervous. I can't seem nervous. I, I have to seem like it's no big deal. It was going to be a blast. And, um I just sort of, I just got used to it. You know, I, I still have butterflies right before we, we do it. But uh, now, or now at, at this point, it's more of a rush. So what, where did you do the one with Mark Evans? I'm seeing. Yeah, Malibu. Oh, that one is Malibu. Okay. Yeah, 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 Malibu. That was so, number 37, it says. Mm-hmm. Yep, number 37 or however, yeah, whatever number that was. Yeah, season two. And then uh, tell me about the flamethrower one. <laughs> okay. You have that in the, it must be in the promo. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that was actually for um, another guy's uh, um, video. So uh, he's a real estate investor. He's launching oh, a, yeah, a, a vlog of his own. And so he reached out and asked if I would be his first interviewee so i said yeah sure so how did the how did the flamethrower come about so he he uh he showed up in my office with it and i was <laughs> like uh, what, what do you plan on doing with that and he was like well i'm kind of hoping that we could use it in the introduction i'm like yeah that'd be sweet but uh we have a sprinkler system bro we can't just go launching that thing in the office and so we, we, we just walked like I don't know yeah. a block down the street, and it worked out. Where, really cool. uh, you you 
Yeah, I mean, you're right out in public. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it, it, you know what's funny is that cops were just down the street watching. Were they? Yeah. You know, but, you know, I was, I, yeah, they were totally, they, were, they actually drove by and waved because, you know, we were being respectful. Like, we're all in suits and we clearly have camera equipment. So it's not like we're a bunch of, you know, screwballs trying to scare yeah, people. Yeah, they knew you were doing some sort of promo activity. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like we were holding the fire for an exuberant period of time. Right. It was just, you know, we would just do it enough to grab the clip, and that was it. Man, that is sweet. Hey, I don't have any more questions. I just want you to promo the San Diego event again, the time date. And yeah, it. so thank you, man. Yeah, uh, Fearless Masterminds, the first one's going down San Diego, California, at the Hard Rock Hotel, May 10th through 12th. Um, it's going to be a three-day event. Uh, we've, we, we've tried to pull out all the stops. Uh, Saturday night, we're doing a private dinner at Searsucker, this amazing award-winning restaurant in the heart of Gaslamp. Um, and then after that, we're going to the Altitude Lounge Sky, Sky Bar uh, just down the street, which overlooks Petco Park and just the whole downtown San Diego skyline. So if you're looking for a great time, if you're looking to connect with some of the top brokers and top real estate investors in the country, this is the place to come. Uh, you can go to fearlessmastermindsplural.com and uh, reach out. Love to hear from you. I appreciate that, my friend, and thank you so much for being on my third interview for this right on, podcast brother. series. I really appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you soon. So at this point, the podcast was done, but as is custom, you stay on the line, and then you just uh, chat for a little bit and, and say thank you. And also, I wanted to... Uh, just express my gratefulness that I was able to be on when I'm so new to this podcasting uh, thing because I don't really know what I'm doing. I just ask pointed questions and let the person talk and I because that's what I like to listen to. I like listening to the guests, not so much the host. Um, other In certain circumstances, the host. Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, obviously, but he is the host and it, the show's him talking. But and mostly, if it's an interview show, I like to listen to the the guest, and so I'm trying to make sure that I do that in this case. But I think you might like uh, how we finished off. If not, uh, no harm, no foul. But I'm testing things out in this format and seeing what I what I like. Okay, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm just yeah, you got it. Things, you know. So hey, that's how you do it, man. Just. Uh... <laughs> Reach out to people. You know, it's, it's funny. It's like I thought it would be hard to get people to say yes. But, you know, if you're just um, doing it, and I, like I said, I've, I've found it very easy to get people to say yes. Well, I've done like six of them so far, two of them posted. But most of them are my clients, so it's easy okay. so far. So I'm kind, right. of, it, it, I'm kind of in like a little cocoon at the moment. Because sure. all my clients are now friends, and we've talked relentlessly together, so it's just an easy flow. But, you know, I'm going to run into more and more cases where I'll, I'll be digging deep, I suppose, but I'm digging it so far. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, it, I, I didn't realize this, but um, how should I put this? People, you know, uh, from a very from a very, uh, I guess, human way of looking at it, people love to talk about themselves. People 
Yeah, that's true. You know, number one, your name is the sweetest sound in the English sure. language to you. For sure. And, 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 and most people won't admit this, but you are the most important person in the world to you. You have to be. Yeah. That's how God made us. And yeah, if people have gone through things, hard trials, hard tribulations, and overcame them, that's their favorite topic. Like, you know, this thing almost crushed me, and I got through it, and I'm better because of it. And you should, you should reward me for that. <laughs> right? And uh, I, I agree. Life is hard. And, and if you can turn um, lemons into lemonade, I want to drink it. I want to promote it for you. And so I found that, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed hearing people's stories and, and helping them, you know, celebrate and promote their victories over failure and over all kinds of stuff. And uh, it, it's just a great way to connect with people. It's, it's kind of counterintuitive, you know, elves, but uh, I think like Zig Ziglar says, and so many other people, you know, if you want to get what you want, help another, help, help another people, help enough people get what they want. And you will most certainly get everything you want. I agree. And I'm an, I'm an ad man. So I like promoting people anyway. So the yeah. podcast is kind of easy in that regard for me. Sure. To just say, hey, pitch your stuff and let's talk about it. I yeah, like no, it makes it makes sense. So yeah, so, so, so kind of tell me about I was on your I was on your page. So you built a business that helps people who are throwing masterminds promote it. Yeah, it's it's all the high ticket gurus. Kevin Nations. I don't know if you know Kevin, but he's he's been the base of it all, and I just yeah. I go from mastermind to mastermind, and they all sell high-ticket product services and events, and so they can pay me what I want to be paid, and then I just right. keep doing that. So sometimes yeah, so I go to the mastermind events to capture the footage, but that's uh, getting to be less and less and less. Right. More so just promoting uh, the event itself. But yeah. And so how are you? How are you promoting it? And like. I, I, I guess, what are your packages? How do you, how do well, you operate? So, well, I mean, it's hard to break it down. I usually get on the phone, do a strategy session with the guy, see what he needs, and then we I put together an offer from there. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But, yes, I appreciate it, my friend. I really, really do. And I, I was fascinated with everything you had to say, and it's given me ideas for my own stuff, too. I really appreciate it. You got it, man. Well, I'm here. So if you have any questions or if you want to do something in the future, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Thank you very much and have a good day. You too, buddy. Bye.